0: everybody welcome to the hallmarkies podcast we're so excited today we have a very special interview for you we are talking all things holiday baking there's nothing hallmark fans love more than some good old holiday baking and uh we're we've got an expert here to help us with our holiday baking give us some inspiration and we're talking with trish and defonzo walters uh who is a professional recipe maker and uh and we're excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much, Tris, for coming on.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here today.
0: We thought of this idea <laughs> with the upcoming Christmas cookie matchup uh, at Hallmark Drama. And uh, so it's going to be fun to kind of talk about that. And, uh, but tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and how you got into, uh, into baking and your career of what you do.
1: Okay, great. And yes, I have to say, I am really looking forward to the um, the Hallmark's Christmas cookie countdown. As you said, that uh, is going to be, I guess, premiering not too far away, not pretty soon here. I consider myself a home cook, but I have entered into some contests I did very, very well with, um, with some um with a national inter- international brand company, which I've been featured on their websites and across their social media. And I have been cooking my entire life. Both of my parents actually were very creative uh, cooks in the kitchen. And so I basically learned everything from them and then also uh, did some things, um, classes and things like that in school along the way where I learned um, lots of things too. And so I've kind of incorporated you know what I've learned at home from my parents, with things that I've learned um, in specific courses, and put them all together. Basically, that's it.
0: Yeah. So, did you uh, do a lot of baking, like uh, growing up with your family, uh, like you and your mom, maybe baking or at Christmas, or was it something that you uh, the, that you uh, grew up doing?
1: Actually, I did. I grew up with a love of baking. Um, both of my parents actually had an, At- an Italian dad and an Irish mom, and they loved to cook. They were in the kitchen cooking all the time, um, special recipes, family recipes. And I learned from a very young age how to cook. Um, I loved it so much. Even when I was a little girl, I probably was about seven years old, I remember asking for a little uh, kitchen from the Sears catalog for children like a toy kitchen I remember using that during the day always knowing oh within a few hours you know mom or dad's going to be in the kitchen baking something and I can you know get in there hands-on and learn how to bake things and like I said it wasn't like just my mom was great or just my dad was great they both were very very good um, in the kitchen with making things and we always would have lots of family and friends over and sharing the food you know with everyone was just always such special times but I also learned That you didn't have to just make things a certain way and keep repeating that same recipe. Mm -hmm. You know that the thing about food is that you can get really, really creative with it. Um, And when you do you find this magical thing happens where you're changing the look of the food and the flavor of the food. and it just can can be wonderful. And so I remember sometimes when my mom would say, well, let's bake a cake tonight. And we went and looked and maybe we didn't have everything everything that we would need for um, a certain recipe. She would say, well, how about we put this in it and this in it and this in it. That was always the most fun was putting all these different things into the batter um, and seeing what it would be. And I remember asking my mom one night, well, what kind of a cake is this then? Because, like, this isn't a certain family recipe. Yeah. We're not following a recipe. And she said, it's a surprise cake because it's a surprise. We're not going to know exactly what it tastes like. It's kind yeah. of, you know, like putting this all together, and when it comes out, you taste it, and you say, oh, what a delicious surprise this is. And so with a lot of the things that I have done as an adult was changed recipes up um, or making them, I call them, you're making them original at that point because you're creating something new, mm-hmm. um, and you're making it, putting your own twist on
0: it yeah yeah it it kind of reminds me of my my grandma (laughs) she uh when when we would mess up and things wouldn't turn out the way that we wanted in a recipe my grandma would always say well just call it something else
1: call it something new (laughs) (laughs) and that's exactly right And that's exactly right, Rachel. That's what scares a lot of people in the kitchen though. I, I know people that say, Oh, well I don't bake or I don't cook. It just it's just too much. It's too complicated. And the thing is, it's really not complicated. It's really fun and freeing and creative. Um, it's a way to make things. For me, when I cook, I don't say I want that same thing every time over and over again. Some people do. But for me, I like saying, what if I put this in this? What if I try that? What if I make it original? And I've done that with brands that I've worked with where I'll take, they have a product and it's already made. And I'll take that in my kitchen and I'll mix something else with it. I'll put something else In it, I'll add a different flavor to it, I'll coat it with chocolate, I will do something with it to make it an entirely new original recipe.
0: We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We are so delighted to be working with Glamour Jewelry Box, which is a really great thing, especially for this time of year. When you're trying to finish off that ensemble that you have for the holiday parties, other things going on, you want that perfect accessory to go with your outfit, Uh, you get every month a necklace, a a set of earrings, and a bracelet you get $5 off on your first month subscription, go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and enter Hallmarkies at checkout and you can get your first box. And they they try to be on trend, but not too weird. Kami, you got to see this jewelry. What did you think?
1: I thought it was gorgeous. It was just the right touch of classy, but different. I especially loved the bracelet because it had this kind of twisted, interconnected quality.
0: And so it... I can't, yeah. I can't wait to wear it. This is yeah. gonna, it's my first little bit of Hallmarkies merch that I'm getting as an official <laughs> podcast member. Yeah. So I'm excited, and it's going to yeah. be, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's really cool, and you get uh, $5 off on your first month subscription. Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and enter Hallmarkies at checkout, and you can get your first box. And
1: it'll have a similar taste, but a different taste.
0: Yeah, I think that baking is a little harder just because there's certain chemistry that needs to be there in order for the, for, for that chemical, as opposed to cooking where, you know, if I'm making a stir fry, I can, I can, you know, put whatever sauce I want, or I can put a little more of this, a little more of that. Whereas like when you're baking, you have to have the right amounts of baking soda, baking powder, uh, eggs, things like that in order. You can't just not have eggs. It's not going to
1: you know, or whatever.
0: It's not going to work. That's
1: very very true.
0: Yeah. That's very
1: true. But you can take some of those things and switch them. You can do half of, half of certain things or change it up somewhat. Um, um, You know, also like if you're doing things, I remember one recipe that I did, I was making it with fruit. Um, And when I was making this original recipe, I was like, okay, the fruit is falling to the bottom of the cake. I have to figure out what I need to put in here to make it. So the fruit is within the cake exe- the cake yeah. itself. And I had to make the recipe five times in my kitchen. All in the same day, I made it five times. I made it over and over till I got the ingredients exactly where I needed them to be for that recipe. But I uh-huh. certainly did make it happen where the pineapple and the banana chunks and those pieces were within the cake. So when you sliced it, it looked beautiful. It didn't look like it was all sitting at the bottom of the cake. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yes, you're right about that. And it does it does take time to figure out, you know, the the right um, combination of ingredients to make yeah. uh, your recipe. What it means to, because the recipe is not only about, you know, what it tastes like, because it could taste delicious and look really bad, have a bad presentation, yeah. and sometimes that turns people off because they're like, "Ew, I don't want to want to eat that." But you know, you want it to look good, you want it to taste good.
0: Did you have uh, holiday meals that were tradition that you had? every, every year you would have a particular meal? Definitely.
1: Um, well, with being Italian, our family, every Christmas Eve would have this big, um, like a seafood fest. Like we would, we would have all kinds of fish and we would have everyone come over the house. We would have relatives. We would have friends. We would have people from our church. We would have neighbors come over. We would have just about every, we would have a whole house just full of people my parents would be cooking for the whole day they would go to the seafood store the night before and the whole next day yes. they would be cooking and it was everything from fresh fish to shrimp to calamari to uh, lasagnas and raviolis and big salads and everything uh-huh. i mean so that was our that we would always have different things but during the year that was our big thing that was tradition for us yeah. I think that's one of the reasons i love hallmark so much too it seems like so much is centered around the backdrop of, of love and family and relationships yeah. and togetherness and those type of things. I think that's why so many people, you know, love Paul Mark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's definitely true. And sometimes you just need things that are, are comforting and sweet and uh, it helps you kind of re- relax a little bit. And, uh, and I think that's what the Hallmark movies and Hallmark Christmas movies as particularly help you to be able to do. They're a little bit of a, a stress reliever. They're a little bit of escapism. Let's talk a little bit about your experience uh, working with uh, uh, Food Network, TLC, some other things. So how did, that all, uh, how did that all come about?
1: There was a company, a brand name company that several years ago had a contest. And it was to take their product and to create original recipe with it. And at the time, they were using uh, TLC's Buddy the Cake Boss with some commercials and I believe things like that for them at the time. And that's what they were uh, using to try and get, you know, for people to – in their recipes or whatever and so I saw that and I did I sent in my recipe and they got back with me Um, and basically the rest is history I've been doing for the last three years I've been doing original recipes creating original recipes with their products I've been featured across um, their uh, social media platforms and it's kind of fun um you know I grew up in a little town uh in Castleberry Florida and I still live right around that same area and it's just kind of fun because when you get some stuff out there like that you see people see you in the stores and stuff and they're like I've seen you on what did I say but oh that 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 cake company or that and I'm like yes yes so it's kind of exciting a little bit for people to recognize you from things like that
0: did you submit as part of the the TLC thing what what recipe did you make?
1: It wasn't TLC. It was a company that, um, like I said, was, yeah, I don't know how they were related at all to TLC, but I do know that Buddy the Cake Boss was part of who was advertising Uh, for that. And that was three years ago in 2016. So I don't think that they were interconnected with TLC, I think with Uh, him, but he is, I don't know uh, how that
0: you know, okay, I get works. it. I get it. But
1: uh, my feature that year, my featured video, was right next to Buddy the Cake Boss's uh, feature uh, video for TLC on the same page for that product.
0: Oh, uh, okay, I got it. When you sit down to make a recipe, uh, how, what's sort of your process? You said that you would sometimes make something five, six times, mm-hmm. maybe even mm-hmm. more. Uh, but you- Uh, yeah how does that all work do you uh do you go to the store kind of and and uh and just sort of brainstorming (laughs) there do you have a a sort of a plan uh or with what you what you want to do or how does it
1: i do i do well since i bake stuff all the time i usually have a lot of stuff on hand um, like uh-huh. someone else, maybe that doesn't bake all the time, wouldn't ha- might have to go out and buy a lot of stuff. I just uh-huh. go out and buy some of the stuff that I need. And uh-huh. sometimes I'll get a great idea, you know, while I'm putting it together. I'll think, oh, I can mix this in it or that in it or, you know, whatever to make it taste a certain way or be a certain texture. Or So that's sometimes why I do things, you know maybe a couple of times or a few times that one with the fruit cake That was the first time I think I've ever cooked anything that many times because I could not get that fruit to be evenly distributed throughout. Uh-huh. And then I figured out how to do that. Um, but yeah, usually I have stuff on hand, but I do go to the store to buy certain things that I need, but it's just like anything uh-huh. else. It's all kind of just figuring it out while you're doing it and trying it because uh-huh. you really are creating something. So you don't know sometimes the batter looks wonderful and great, and you put it in the oven and it's you can tell that it's not cooking right. And then you're like, oh, I think I need to add this to it. Because you know, once you do this for a while, you know what you need to put in something yeah. to make it a certain texture or to make it more fluffy or to make it, you know, more spongy or so. Yeah. Let's talk real
0: quick about these uh, these cupcakes that you were inspired to make for the Shoe Addicts Christmas. Uh, uh-huh. you, you, you watched the movie and uh, you thought, this would be really fun and if you guys should yeah you guys should uh, to uh take a look we'll try to tweet out a picture of the uh of the shoe cupcakes because they are really cute <laughs> uh so tell us about those and, and how you got the idea to make those
1: okay first of all i got the idea to bake them because it was i saw the um premiere was getting ready to come out for ha- for hallmarks the shoe addicts christmas I am not going to miss this tonight. I get so busy during that time of year. I remember it was last November, and I was like, there's always something to do. It's before, you know, you're you're in the midst of that holiday season. I'm like, I am definitely going to I'm not going to miss this show. And so anybody that tried to get me to do something, I'm like, I'm not missing that show. I'm staying home, da, da, da. Well, then I had like a few hours before the show. I'm like, you know what I think I would like to do? Maybe I should go in the kitchen and put something together that you know would be fun to eat while I'm watching this show and I remember just thinking a shoe addict's Christmas gotta be something about shoes you know so I thought how could I make a shoe and then I thought oh I can make a shoe with a cupcake and then I started kind of in my mind designing how I would put the shoe together so that it would be all the edible and so I ended up you know making they look like high heel shoes I don't know I ended up Taking a picture of them, and I don't know if I tweeted it out. Oh, I put a video out, and very rapidly it started getting a lot of likes. Everybody's like, "Oh, those are so cute! Oh, I love those! What a great idea!" I think right now I think it has like over 8,200 likes or something on it, but people just like it, um, and a lot of the Hallmark groups and um, you know that are online and the Facebook groups, everybody thumbs up, thumbs up, love it, like it. So I just thought, you know. Sometimes you know it's fun just to do something like that on the spur of the moment, and I certainly didn't expect for that many people to even like it. I just thought it's a cute idea, and my gosh, they're so delicious. But I was getting a lot of little emails of women saying, oh, I love this. We could get a group of, you know, girls together and watch Hallmark movies, and we can make these desserts together and things like that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's true. They're like, can you share some more recipes? Can you do a little thing somewhere (laughs) that we could go to? And so I'm like, sure, I can. But right now, I had a website, but right now I'm – Updating my website, um, it's from the heart with Trish Ann, but it's right now under a total reconstruction. Some of the things for recipes, I just kind of give out the recipes as we go along. Mm-hmm. But for me, with baking and doing stuff, really started back several years ago, um, even before, I want to say it was early 2016, when I had Saw for Food Network, something where they had an Instagram um, Challenge for one of their food network chefs and I entered it and I did three different little videos and I was uh, called back by their producers and I had to fill out all this paperwork. They were going to put my video on the show. Um, and so I thought, oh, I was so excited that was. Wonderful for me. I just thought, how could this happen to just, you know, a little girl that grew up in this tiny little town of Castleberry, Florida, in a very traditional home? I'm mm-hmm. so humbled, and I just didn't even know how I could even be selected for something like this. Ended up when they did the show on the Food Network, I was put on the show opening, like a picture of me on the show opening. And right after that was when I saw, uh, I was like, well, that was nice. I didn't ha- actually have me on the show, but I was on the show. Opening and then right after that, I saw when this other major company had, um, with like I said TLC's Buddy the Cake mm-hmm. Boss was advertising it um, for their product, and I thought, you know what, I just did pretty well with the Food Network thing, and I was on a Food Network show opening, so you know what, I think I'm gonna do this, and yeah. sure enough, I got a call back from them, and I was like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? I was so happy. Great. Like I said last November, I was getting ready to watch that Hallmark uh, movie, and I was like, I am not missing this, A Shoe Addict's <laughs> Christmas. I'm not missing this and that afternoon I said, I'm going to put a little something together in the kitchen that I could watch that would be fun and cute, and then I kind of put a video out there for it, and I never expected that so many people would just love it and say, what a great idea, and I've had so many people just send me messages and say, can you do more stuff? Can you do more? Mm -hmm. What can you do for another Hallmark movie that's coming up? What can you, and again, this is something that I'm kind of just doing on my own, and people are just like, this is really the greatest idea, and then it pulls more into it. It gives us another level of not just watching the movie and anticipating it, but being able to share something fun and yummy, you know, while we're watching it together. So that's kind of where it all stemmed from. Good. Great. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. And so let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit about this show, this Christmas cookie matchup. The, the, the basic of the show, as far as we can understand, there's going to be five episodes and and uh, a a home home cook is going to be paired with a actor or actress from uh, When Calls the Heart, and uh, Jack Wagner is going to be hosting. And uh, each week, one of the pairings will be eliminated till you get to the final show off, uh, and then you, the winner will uh, earn $25,000. So it's pretty big, pretty big payoff. How
1: awesome, right? I how know. amazing is that? We, we how amazing it. is that? It's like, yeah. how lucky would you get to be on a show like that? And yeah. then to be paired up with one of the actors, uh, it's yeah. just, I just couldn't even imagine. They must just be feeling like they're living in some type of a dream or something. Yeah. Uh, it's like when you are, like I said, when you are someone that is just, you 're just someone that loves what you do, like me you 're just from yeah. a tiny little hometown. You really just do what you love. You grew up with people around you that love to cook and you learn from them and then it 's like you get around you get selected to do something that 's so wonderful you just you just kind of can 't even believe it and i I know what these contestants are going to feel like because last October I went to a, an event um, that was at paula dean 's house and We all had a chance to talk a little bit um, when the event started, and I spoke a little bit about myself um, and what I did and what I enjoy doing and a little bit about the original recipes that I had created. And this was kind of like you went Uh to different areas of the house and had a tasting. And Uh when we got to the kitchen, Paula Dean came out and said, everyone, she said this to everyone in the room, we have a very special guest here today that I'm happy to introduce, and she's going to be putting together this appetizer for us and i thought to myself oh my gosh who is going to be walking out into this kitchen all i kept thinking was is this is who is this going to be this is going to be uh-huh. someone either from the food network or is this going to be who is this going to be uh-huh. and she ended up saying my name oh and i said I was shocked. And she said, here's all the ingredients, put it together. I'm going to go around the room and mingle. Here I was cooking in Paula Deen's famous kitchen that's been on the Food Network and every television show, basically. I was just like, I felt like the whole day, like I was in the middle of a dream. And there's not many people that could say, oh, I cooked in Paula Deen's kitchen with her, came around and said, oh, oh, that's a cute idea what you did with the eyes. I would have done the eyes this way. But you're creative and you're doing the eyes that way. Because It's just like you do it your own way, even with that was one of her recipes, but I did little different things my way. But you just feel like, how are you so lucky? How did this happen to you? And some people I know, they're like, things just happen for a reason. If you're on a certain path, that's going to happen. And so probably that's why that happened for you. But these people that are going to be on the Hallmark show, they are going to just, it's just going to be amazing for them. But the only thing about it that I think is really going to be so super fun. Well, all of it's going to be super fun to watch. But the thing that I that I think about it, that's going to be really, really fun is that when you're cooking at home, you're making things and you're taking your time and you're, you're enjoying it and you're being when you're like have a time and a certain amount of time you have to do it it really changes things cuz the sure. pressure's on sure. so the pressure's going to be on them yeah. so not only is the pressure it's going to be so fun to watch not only the pressure's on them and they want to you know they want to make something really special and really delicious and they want to win here they're going to be standing with this wonderful celebrity that They've been watching on TV all this time, which is going to make them probably even more like nervous or feel like, oh, now I'm standing by someone that I just can't even believe I'm here. I must be standing in heaven in this Mm -hmm. kitchen doing this, you know, wonderful program.
0: We'd like to take a second to talk about our second sponsor of this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Skylight Frame. Right now you can get $10 $10 off uh, your purchase of a skylight frame. You go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. And uh, so $10 off, that's skylightframes, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. And it's a really cool thing that they do. You We've seen lots of digital frames before, but this is a unique one where you can uh, actually have people email you photos directly to the frame so you could be sitting there uh watching your 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 pictures go by and boom surprise picture from somebody in your family which i think is such a fun new idea i think it looks really nice a 10 inch touchscreen it has a black frame white mat it just will go with anything in your house and it just be really novel and sweet so if you're looking for a great gift for somebody in your family this is something that they i think will really enjoy and right now. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. You go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. And uh, so $10 off, that's skylightframes, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. And enter code Hallmark, not Hallmarkies. So it's going to just be so much fun to watch. It'll be fun seeing uh, our Hall stars, are these actors, <laughs> and, in, in this kind of different environment because When Calls of the Heart is a period show, you uh, know, in, in Hope Valley, <laughs> and so it'll be fun seeing them. And also, I, I imagine that as they work together, these ones that make it through to the final show, uh, that will be fun to see their the pairing kind of evolve. Uh, over the five episodes, uh, so that'll be cool, and uh, so in your opinion, what do you think makes the perfect Christmas cookie, the perfect <laughs> like sugar cookie? Or uh, bread? Well,
1: everybody would first say the way it looks Because they always need to look really good. But that's not it. That's for the person Uh that's really going to be eating it. You go, oh, I want to pick this one. People always look at the cookie tray. And everybody likes something different because we all have different tastes. That's what makes us so wonderfully unique. Um, just like cookies. They're all wonderfully unique. But so what looks good to me may not look good to you. I may like something that has coconut on it and you maybe do not like coconut at all. You're looking for something with maybe chocolate or chocolate chips or peanut butter in it. So it's different for everyone. Um, But for me, as far as for, for cookies, um, the perfect cookie has the right Consistency and it has the right texture and it tastes delicious to me. That's the perfect cookie. But there are so many perfect cookies that there really can't be a judge for one cookie, Mm -hmm. just like I said, because we all have wonderfully unique tastes. So we're all going to like something different. So it's very hard to judge a cookie competition. If there are multiple cookies. Um, to choose from. It's just uh-huh. like going to a cookie swap at Christmas time. You get all your friends together yeah. and they come to your house and everybody puts out their cookie and they're all delicious because they're all unique, but they all have different flavors. So it's very, very hard. Unless yeah. we're all making the same cookie with the same ingredients. And even with that, the, the flavor would be so much the same. It's, yeah. It would be hard to, it would be hard to, um, to choose which is the yeah. best out of the same Unless you mix it up your own way and make it original, then it's different.
0: Are there any other tips that you that usually the home baker might get wrong that will help them to make the better cookies? Hmm.
1: I always I always like to chill my cookie dough. Okay. If, even if it's just for a short amount of time, even if it's for ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Great. some recipes you're you're supposed to chill them overnight but even if it's something that doesn't need to be chilled I chill it I do it for a few minutes it's easier like to scoop it out or if you're rolling it it's easier to roll it using like a teaspoon it's easier just even to put it on the teaspoon and just put it you know yeah. down on your cookie sheet and also when it's cool it always like prevents the dough from expanding on the cookie sheet Because when you just mix something up and you're just taking it, you're putting in a scooper, it always kind of starts going further out around the edges than it should. And when it has a little bit of a chill on it, it doesn't expand on the cookie sheet. And also, I always find that when you chill it, like for some reason, the the coldness and the chilling um, with the ingredients, it... It helps it to like naturally blend the ingredients together somehow. The mm-hmm. so the flavor is always a little bit richer when you chill the cookie dough. Yeah. You can so, taste more of that cinnamon, or you can taste more of that, you know, whatever vanilla. It just tastes a little bit richer when you chill it for a few yeah. minutes.
0: So when we had talked about off there that that one of the things I, I swear by uh, that helps to make great cookies is you slightly underbake your cookies. Just, just, <laughs> so it's just a, a, a minute or two. Uh, and yeah. so that, that keeps them soft
1: <laughs> and, uh, wow. and gooey and delicious. And Yes. yeah, You said it, Rachel. You said yeah. it. So, so people always say to me, so when I'm making a cookie, how do I know when the cookies are actually finished baking? Yeah. So even if you have your oven calibrated and you know you're at the right number, I always watch my cookies while they're baking. I keep checking on them. Do I open the door? No. Once you open the door, you're yeah. letting the heat out. You're, you're changing the temperature within the oven. So kind of peek through and watch your cookies when, when they're baking. I always say they're usually done. You know, when the outside edge of the cookie is like a a light golden brown. Some people say, oh, when the edge of the cookie is brown, and people say, well, I let the edges of the cookie get brown and the underneath burnt. Well, you don't want to wait till the edges get brown. You want to look at the cookie's edge. You're looking for a light golden brown and then the cookie looks set when you're looking at it too it doesn't look like it's soft or there's any type of a movement it doesn't look like part of it is raised and part of it is flat it just looks set it looks even around the cookie and it's a light golden brown not a brown and then again just like you said Rachel you're exactly right you know for a soft cookie you know you don't have to cook it as long and you know the cookie center should look a little bit underbaked when you right. take that cookie yes. out and let it cool for a minute. Just like so delicious, right? Yeah. Soft, chewy. And then some people say, well, I don't like that. I like a crispy cookie. Just leave it in a tad longer then. Leave it in yeah. a minute or two longer. When you take it out and let it cool, you're going to have that crispy cookie that you're looking yes. for. Yeah. if um,
0: the You cookie, don't want to leave it in
1: too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If
0: the cookie is brown, if it looks done <laughs> to the eye, you probably overcooked yeah. it actually. It's
1: over. Exactly, exactly. But many home cooks will see, or if they're new cooks, they say, well, it said when the edges were brown and then the underneath was brown and black too. I'm like, not brown. You're not looking ever for the edge of your cookie to be brown. You're looking for a light golden brown, like a light golden brown. Then you're you're gonna get all that delicious, perfect cookie. You want that nice, soft center. If it's a little bit under baked, it's just perfect. They taste so fresh and just delicious. I always say with that too, use the middle rack. Some people don't even think about that. They'll mm-hmm. just pull one of the racks out and stick it on there and shove their cookies in there, and they're cooking. Cook. I always use the middle rack of my oven because like everything in it always cooks evenly when you have it in the center. Oh. You know, like the corners of the oven, they're always known to be hotter areas. Um, and then if you if you're you've got it on the top rack by the corners, then the outside. Cookies that are on your tray will cook faster than the interior cookies on the cookie tray or the Mm. cookie sheet. And then so you've got some cookies that are perfect and some cookies that you don't even want to eat. They're overly cooked. Yeah. So to me, always use the center rack in the Mm. oven Um, and they'll always come out. you know they'll always come out really good and
0: delicious this has been so much fun to talk with you (laughs) i will definitely looking forward to the christmas cookie matchup so uh let us know if you're listening let us know what your favorite christmas cookies are we'd love to have those recipes and to share and trish thanks so much for coming on the podcast this is a lot of fun
1: Thank you so much for having me. I had such a fun time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Trish, how can people follow you on social media? All that fun stuff, uh, and uh, and try out your recipes.
1: Um, well, like I said, right now my website is down. It's being rebuilt. Okay. Um, but it's going to be, um, from the heart with Trish Ann. you should be able just to Google that. And I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram and maybe Rachel, we can share a link to those with, oh, sure. um, the podcast. And if we share the link, they can just, um, anyone that's listening can just yeah. click on them and, yep. um, come on over and visit my Instagram and Twitter page. That would be wonderful.
0: Yeah. What's your handle on Twitter?
1: It's from the heart with Tricia Ann.
0: Okay, great. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews all of our social media, iTunes and YouTube and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out and make sure you're following the podcast at Homberger's Pod all of our social media and if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your your ratings and reviews. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that as well. So thanks so much uh, again for coming on the podcast and, uh, and we will uh, have to touch base uh, with you after the show and to hear hear your thoughts.
1: That sounds fantastic. I'm so looking forward to it. Thank you so much for your time today, Rachel. I really appreciate it.
0: And no problem. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later. Merry Christmas. Bye.